0: She knows she was a shame. She wasn't shaking boys and girls for another special edition of the patreon series joining me tonight is the man the myth the legend Mr. J. Widener has made his return to the program. Jay Widener is a renowned author, filmmaker, and hermetic scholar considered to be the modern-day Indiana Jones for his ongoing worldwide quests to find clues to mankind's spiritual destiny via ancient societies and artifacts. His body of work offers great insight into the circumstances that have led to his current global crisis. He is the director of the powerful and insightful documentaries Kubrick's Odyssey, Infinity, The Ultimate Trip, And the film Shasta. There's so many other documentaries he's been a part of and made. Jay was featured in History Channel's documentary The Lost Book of Nostradamus and was associate producer and featured in the History Channel special Nostradamus 2012. He also came out with Jesse Ventura, by the way, if I remember correctly. You know, the guy's done it all. I'm so glad he's here. Boys and girls, put your hands together for Mr. Jay Widener. And join me right now, live and direct, is Mr. Jay Widener. How's it going, my friend?
1: Uh, Good, hot, but good. Surviving? Yep.
0: Especially in these uh, troubled times, you know, I was watching an old interview from you. Well, there's several interviews I watched from you from way back and you were even talking about how chaotic people have been acting going back to like 2021. But here we are in 2023 and it seems like it's increased in terms of human behavior and how we've sort of have been treating one another and it's been awful, Jay, as you know.
1: Yeah, I have a good friend who just had onset of mental illness in like 3 weeks and it was so fast and uh, it was shocked me and he went from a a normal guy to um schizophrenic and uh whatever they call it nowadays uh, in 3 weeks and it was it was shocking and I that was my first real up close um Connection with mental illness and how fast it can come on and how insane it really is and how destructive it really is.
0: Oh yes, yes. And I also remember you saying another thing about social media, how some people blame social media for a lot of the behavior we're seeing uh, today. Do you still feel that way?
1: I think social media is uh, uh, absolutely uh, the the. Um, the medium by which all of this madness is going on, um, and you know, uh, those of us who were uh, optimistic thought that social media was going to be a good thing. We didn't know that it would immediately gravitate down to the lowest common denominator, which it is, and um, and so yeah, that's just facilitating the uh, mental disorders, and so is the media and the educational system and. Uh, and, and everything. So there's a, it's a huge, uh, huge problem. It's going to get worse. I, I was talking to a person yesterday who is an absolutely amazing, uh, medical, uh, researcher. She researches all sorts of things that are going on, uh, in the medical field. And, uh, she's very intelligent. And she came back to me and told me that there um, that they started running out of uh, drugs the pharmaceutical companies and they're putting placebos in they're doing blood tests on people and they don't have the drug that's prescribed in them and uh, they don't know what to do or how to how to face this situation um, and it's just going to get worse and um, China's beginning to hold back um, all of these drugs uh, from us but she said that the one thing that the Chinese are going to do, it looks like, is they're going to hold back the hormones from us. They make all the hormones and they're going to hold back the hormones and say there's giant shortages. This is going to cause a certain group of people that depend on hor- daily hormone doses to keep uh, the, um, I don't know how to delicately put this, to keep uh to keep their uh, gender affirmation going mm. that um they're going to lose their mind and uh because they're not going to be any hormones and they're actually going to regress back to what they were before and this is going to cause all sorts of uh incredible dire and she tells me that this is all being orchestrated so that it all it all happens at once and she thinks it's going to happen sometime here within the next year where it literally we run completely out of drugs, and, um, uh, and unless you understand medical, what's going on in the medical world, you gotta understand that like 75% of the American people are on one kind of prescription drug or another, and a lot of them depend on it for their mental health, right? Their physical health, and when that drug gets pulled out from under, um, it's gonna be a very serious moment.
0: Yes, it it seems like the end times are nearly here, Jay. Yeah, they are. Which is a topic that, you know, I love discussing for whatever morbid reason, but I'm starting to see it all unfold, and it's been happening the last five years. Every day we are getting closer and closer to the uh, tipping point, in my opinion. And uh, not to mention, just like you said, the mental health and, you know, everyone's rent is going up, especially out here in California. The rent just increased. Uh, yep. By a lot. And, uh, you know, not to mention, not to mention, just everything is um, way out of control. Um, the prices are high all over the place. You're taxed for every damn thing out here in California. And not to mention, we keep giving more and more money to the Ukraine.
1: Well, I mean, they they have all the uh, receipts for the bribery of our president. And so he has to do what they say. So that's why he, they're getting hundreds of billions of dollars is because if they stop giving him that money, then they're going to release all the information on what's been going on and they and they're holding it over his head, um, you know. So uh, the war in Ukraine is going to go on, uh, probably going to get worse, although I do not think it's going to go nuclear, uh, I hope. And, you know, we need to take this moment of crisis, you know, and um, and figure out how to solve the crisis. I, my, um, my, I live in a little tiny nowhereville in southern Colorado and my uh, property taxes went up 30% this Ooh. year. One year, 30%. And, uh, uh, I'm hearing, uh, from actuaries at insurance companies that if you live out near woods in California or Colorado or any place that's prone to fires, your house insurance is going to skyrocket to like $30,000 a year. Yikes. And they're they're flushing everybody out of the country. That's what's going to happen now. Now that the uh they've got the medical crisis uh, uh kind of complete uh and everybody's ran out into the country to get away from uh everything, uh now they're going to do a bunch of machinations to slowly push us back into the smart cities right. of are building
0: that's what if that's what i feel like they are doing and if you remember correctly they wanted to break down different parts of california different sections different di- districts rather yes um several years ago and now we have all these immigrants all over the place and by the way i live in southern california in a small town called El centro it's a border town not far mm-hmm. away from calexico which is another border town and yep. um you have Mexicali right there. And, yep. uh, you know, I'm of mixed race, Jay. And, uh, you know, I'm someone who I am Hispanic. I claim to be Hispanic because it, it offends a lot of people. So I, I like doing that. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. But regardless, you know, I want to see people come across legally, not illegally. And being out here, I know what that means. A lot of people take advantage of a lot of people just trying to make it out here. And it's a terrible thing because that leads to them being trafficked, being harassed, being killed, being taken advantage of by the coyote or, yep. or even the border patrol themselves. And that's how they get involved in organ harvesting and, you know, all this disgusting stuff that goes on. It really does go on. It's not just some crazy conspiracy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not this QAnon bullshit that you, you see, you know, there's is the real deal here.
1: Yeah, I have family that live right there, about uh, eight miles away from the border. There, right in your area, real close family, and uh, they're they're Latino and you know white, and um, great people, super uh, intelligent, uh, super industrious, and you know they feel the same way you do. They 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 came across legally and uh you know, twenty five years ago and they want everybody else to come in legally. Right. And of course they do because they live right there. They don't yeah. want all that chaos going on in their life. Exactly. They've got enough problems. But um I you know the, the thing with Hispanics, which I've really um uh really become interested in is how the the the, the Democrats brought them in thinking that they were some kind of mind controlled uh, <laughs> right, right people that would just do what, what the Democrats want. And that is not what's going on in my view. Um, I'm, I'm seeing like, I'm seeing all of my Latino and Latina friends abandoning the left and the Democrats at at like, in a huge numbers. And they're very conservative. Um, my, uh, my, uh, the, the, my very close relatives, though they're raising their children, um, a conservative Catholic and uh, you know they're getting communion and the whole thing which uh, i find astounding i mean i was raised catholic but i find it astounding that um that the latino population is actually very very family oriented very yeah very Uh, conservative and don't like bs
0: oh i agree here most people have like a kid at the age of like right out of high school basically you know even my in today's world i don't think it's a smart idea to bring any children in right now things are as chaotic as they've ever been so i have a firm stance against not bringing a child into this world especially right now i hope that's not like a selfish Um, thing for some people to understand i I don't know
1: if i agree with that i i I think that the right people need to bring children into the world I, i i'm not as pessimistic about things i think in the short term. Things are gonna get pretty bad, especially if we don't change things in politically. But I think we're moving in well, I, I say this all yeah. the time. We're we've gone now, we are now fully in the aqua age of aquarius, age of aquarius right, right. Moving and we're and we're what what happened is and this is really interesting. I'm making a documentary about this in about four months. No, no, I mean about a year. I got two other things. Right, right. First. But um what happened is is that the piscean generation and this would be the generation of people that were born around the end of the 1800s beginning of the 20th century uh they you know did their astrology and they saw that the age of aquarius was coming at some indeterminate time in the future and so they they began to try to craft the aquar excuse me the aquarian age at the last hundred years of the Piscean age. And you can't do that. You you can't do that. It's a different time. It's like when you're, when you're 14, you're going into puberty. When you're seven, you lose your teeth. When you're 21, you're an adult. You can't do anything about any of that. That just happens. Yeah. That's what life is about. And so you cannot craft the Aquarian age until you go into Aquarius. And so Aleister Crowley and all these occultists and Madame Blavatsky, and they are all trying to craft what the Aquarian age was Mm. going to be. And they manipulated us on a grand scale uh, with rock and roll and movies and all this stuff trying to get us into this kind of mindset, which was still a Piscean mindset. It wasn't an Aquarian mindset. Only now is the Aquarian mindset beginning to emerge. And the Aquarian mindset is... Uh, much different than these people that were you know a hundred years ago or less were trying to craft. Uh the Aquarian mindset that we're going into is going to be low tech married with high tech. It's going to be um people banding together to grow their own food and to protect themselves. It's going to be um a high um oh the only people that will survive will be the highly intelligent. So there's going to be a culling of the not highly intelligent. That's actually what's going on in front of our eyes right now. And that's been going on since the beginning of 2020, um, where literally people who are dumb are making mistakes and dying, and people who are smart are not making mistakes and living. That is exactly how you create a highly intelligent population, which is where we're headed. And so all of this is going to happen in a in a really kind of, um, I hate to say it, but a bloody way. Uh, the Pisceans aren't going to give up power. They're going to continue their centralized command, their hierarchical um, structures, um, their wars, and their toxic uh, environmental uh, things that they do. And all of that, of course, always saying that they're not doing that and saying that everybody else is doing that. Uh, but that hypocrisy also is Piscean, and it's going to go and be jettisoned out too. Um, but the Aquarians have to be patient. Um, it's our time. Uh, we're going to win. I don't know if, if you guys have noticed, but have you noticed that nothing really seems like um, it matters anymore? Right. You notice that?
0: It kind of does yeah, feel nothing. like that.
1: Movies don't matter. The music doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing seems to matter anymore. That's because that's all artifacts of the Piscean age, and we're looking at it now going, "Oh, this is a bunch of crap," and 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 so as and so and it doesn't matter to us anymore. But there's going to be new things and new forms that are, haven't emerged yet that are going to matter to us a lot, and there's going to be it's going to be basic things. It's going to be family. It's going to be good food, clean water, good friends, good music, hanging out, and, and and not the not the technocratic future that the Pisceans are trying to create. The World Economic Forum is a Piscean creation trying to maintain control over the emerging um, uh, 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 the emerging thing that's happening. Here and so that's why they can't be trusted because they're a top-down organization. Um, all the things that are wrong with the Pisceans, you know, the Pisceans had things that were good. Um, you know, they had um, orchestras and uh, movies and and things that they created, but they also created a lot of really bad stuff, like centralization and uh giant armies and wars and dropping bombs from planes on innocent people and that era is going away. But they're not gonna go easy. It's gonna be a really serious bloody fight. It's happening right now. New York Times came out today with an article by some woman absolutely trashing RFK Junior. And in and in, in total uh in ways that were like wrong, just wrong. They were wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew all the fact. They were wrong. It doesn't matter. He scares them because what's happening now is we're getting a group of politicians that started with Trump, but now is moving away from Trump and going outwards, where they're starting. <laughs> they're starting to sound like Alex Jones or, or Jay Widener. and um, <laughs> right. Uh, and that has to be scaring the hell out of them. And, um, and so we're going to see this, you're watching it.
0: We uh, need these kind of personalities, by RFK. the way. Yeah, Pardon me? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. I was just saying, we need uh, these kind of personalities that you're talking about here to become a uh, president or hopefully, you know, people yeah. like, um, him and, uh, Jesse Ventura, another guy yeah. I wish would want to, I wish he would want to do that, but he's more apathetic towards the whole thing. And he always has been, which is, uh, unfortunate for america really
1: yeah i know jesse he's a good guy but yeah you're right he does not want it he lives on the beach in baja yeah and he just wants to stay there and soak up the sun and smart I don't, blame him. I
0: don't blame him either i mean why would you really want that kind of power and that leads me to believe most people that want to obtain that kind of power they're probably a little off just the tiny bit i, I would imagine
1: yeah yeah just look, a little it's bit not it's not the, uh power corrupts that is that's not true you know, they say oh power corrupts Right. No, it's not that. It's corrupt people seek power. Right. Right. That's what's going on here. And then the corrupt people recruit corrupt people because they know they can be corrupted. You know, um, a very, um, a, a very wealthy guy I knew once. Um, I'm going to be careful here. He wanted me to testify in a court case for him. And so I said, well, I don't know if I want to do that. Let's talk about it. And he was offering me money on the side, you know, a good amount of money. And so we went out to dinner. And he started telling me what he wanted me to do. And I was like, dude, I'm not doing
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you're you did crazy. it. are
1: crazy. And he looked at me, he got, got this close to me. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, an honest man, that means you're dangerous. Ooh. So, you know, that's actually the truth. That's how they think.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad you didn't get involved in any of that. And I know you are probably still mentioned in maybe a lawsuit or two that might have passed already, one. Yeah. I don't think you're still safe
1: still to- Got Still getting sued by you-know-who. Oh, boy. Secret astronaut. And, still. Uh, I hear it's gone up the docket, and my, they're going to hear my dismissal plea here. Yikes. Hopefully for the next few weeks, and that'll be great.
0: I thought all that was all over. I thought that was over by now. Oh, No. God damn.
1: My lawyers haven't even put in a motion in the case for o- over two years. Over two years. Yikes. It was June 6, 2021, the last time my lawyers put in a motion, which was to dismiss. Hmm.
0: Well, that's unfortunate. Ago. Yeah, that's. I was hoping this would already have been over and done with already, yet you're telling me this is still an active case.
1: Yep. Damn. It won't be for long, but it is now. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was meant to be gut wrenching, I guess. That's why that that the guy did it to me. But um he doesn't know that I actually understand the law and I worked with my attorneys and um I, I didn't hardly get dinged at all. But he's getting dinged.
0: I see. Well I'm not gonna be asking you as many questions as they asked uh, Donald Trump in that last inter- interview, which was not good by the way. I I don't know what was um Donald uh, thinking by the way, giving that sort of detailed interview.
1: I don't know, man. That was a really weird
0: interview. <laughs> it, it was.
1: I, his advisor screwed up. I would never let that happen.
0: Ooh, I know that was a bit of a hiccup there, right?
1: Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, people don't under don't understand though that Trump's supporters don't care about any of that. That's so true. the only people they are working on is like I say these crazy people that are going mentally ill and they're going mentally ill because they're constantly being fed this dichotomy in the media right and so they're actually causing schizophrenia which is what my the film after my next film is about Ah. about how they're causing the mental illness with their mind control mk ultra programs
0: right and and we all know that stems from a uh, media manipulation that's been going on for uh, forever now thanks to you know thanks to the feds out there
1: yeah it really started i think around the early 60s is when it started right with uh, operation
0: mockingbird mm-hmm.
1: yeah they they did their uh their mk ultra experiments in the 50s and figured out what to do and then they kind of took it national in the 60s and now it's like the whole everything. You yeah. Know, that's why nothing matters anymore, because we all now know that it's all just a gigantic manipulation. Pretty much. So we, there really isn't anything yeah. there.
0: It, it stinks, really, because, I mean, now we bow down to our masters who are corporations. You know, they become they became, rather, bigger than government. And when that happens, it's a done deal. So now we all bow down to these corporations. It's a horrible thing, Jay.
1: Okay so what happened is that this is my next film will yes, be out here soon JFKX solving the crime of the century what happened is is that um that the, the Kennedy brothers went after organized crime uh during the Kennedy administration and they the Kennedys thought that they had an idea of how serious and big organized crime was but they soon discovered that organized crime was about 50 times bigger than even they imagined and ensconced into every aspect of American life. And so the Kennedys realized that they could not defeat organized crime. Um, and, and, and then actions happened after that, which have become historical, um, conspiracies. And, um, before the Kennedy brothers, no one in the federal government ever looked at organized crime or even actually admitted that it existed. After the Kennedy brothers, no one has ever looked at organized crime. So or what happened is, is that Meyer Lansky, who was a genius, he he realized that they were all going to go to jail eventually. And so he began in the 1950s introducing and the 40s, introducing um the corporate a mob model, which was that the mob simply just goes and buys up legitimate businesses and then use those businesses as fronts for all of their activities. And so that's what that was. And when and when they made the Godfather in seventy two, that was pretty much them coming out of the closet and saying, Yeah, yeah, that's we we we're here. We kill people. We're bad. But we're family guys too, you know, we're handsome and and all that. So um, then the corporations took over the entire – the mob took over the corporations. The corporations took over all of the small businesses in our country. And now the corporate – now the mob-run corporation has become the WEF. And they're trying to take over and basically the entire world.
0: Ooh, Well, that's a lot to uh, consume there. And by the way, what's the name of this one, uh, Jay?
1: Uh, The next one that's coming out in a couple of months, it's all done, is called JFKX, Solving the Crime of the Century, in which we solve once and for all, the JFK assassination. Who did it? What happened? In great detail.
0: What do you make of LBJ, by the way? Do you think he had prior knowledge of what was going to happen?
1: Oh, yeah. LBJ. I think he knew. uh, Definitely had prior knowledge and uh, was the chief beneficiary of uh, whatever happened on November 22nd, 1963. So, yeah, he knew. He was telling his his, uh, uh, lover the night before that he wouldn't have to worry about the Kennedys anymore after tomorrow.
0: By the way. We were talking about you know, the 50s, 60s timeline, and we're talking about the CIA. We talked about the, we meant, well, you mentioned the age of Aquarius, that sort of uh, movement that was going on during that time. And I forgot to mention um, Charles Manson. Some people were even saying that he worked, not directly, but he was kind of like an asset for the CIA. I'm not oh, sure no, if was. I be- was he. I'm not, I don't know what to believe. Oh, well,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, oh, my. When he was. He was hanging out at the Haight Ashbury Free Medical Clinic in San Francisco, and uh, Dr. Jolly West, who was the, uh, the directly underneath Sidney Gottlieb, the head of the MK Ultra programs, had an office in that building at the same exact time. Now, what was oh, Sidney Gottlieb and, and, and Jolly West? What were, what was the, what were they working on in their MK Ultra programs? Highly dosed people with LSD and then feeding them new age nonsense. Mm. And they said, it worked. you got people to control them. That's what Charlie was doing with those girls. Right. He was bombing them with LSD and feeding them new age nonsense. It's clearly obvious. There's a great book, uh, Chaos. I can't remember the name of the writer. I've written to him several times. We've had correspondence. It just has come out in the last year. The guy took 20 years to write it. It's called Chaos, the CIA, Charlie Manson, and I don't know what what that title is. Oh, I see it, yes. Absolutely incredible book. Uh, Everybody, it should be required reading. and. And Manson was part of it, and it, that's how he slipped through the cracks.
0: I had a feeling
1: the guy was constantly breaking parole and not getting in trouble. Right, he was constantly uh, uh, breaking the law and not getting arrested. Uh, the sheriff's department in L.A. County just constantly overlooking what was going on at the at the Spawn Ranch, and, um, and 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 there may have been many hits. By the Charlie Manson gang, not Probably. just the ones that we know about. Yeah, not the famous and, and ones. Were, and they were political hits, especially the La Bianca family, who was killed after the Tate uh, murders. Right, they were mob, and it was clearly a, a mob-inspired hit. And the mob was working with the LAPD. Mickey Cohen was working with the with the LAPD. It was clearly known that the LAPD was just another uh, apparatus of yeah. the LA mob. I mean, and and so what happened is, yeah. is 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 yes, the mob came in and they took over and they became corporations, but they also married the intelligence agencies. They became one, and so we have this unholy alliance of 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 the murderers within the uh, uh, mob and uh, uh, highly intelligent uh, agents working in the CIA and other agencies who are now commiserating directly with the mob. And, um, you know, I don't know what to say. I, no, think I hear like, Nobody ever talks about this. It's probably the most important bit. thing that's ever happened in U.S. history. Correct. And just it's completely quiet. Nobody I had, says a word.
0: Yeah, I had my speculation about all that, especially with him using acid, LSD rather. Um, and you, just just of what he did and got away with for such a long time, I always thought perhaps he was an acid for the CIA, and of course, the book you mentioned is called "Chaos: Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s by
1: oh, Tom man, O'Neill. What a great book! What a killer book! Everybody should read that book. It is just like, whoa! The guy did a great job. What's his name again? The writer?
0: There's Tom O'Neill and Dan. Yeah,
1: Tom O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. Yeah, he's great. He charges a thousand dollars to do an interview. So I Pipe can't interview and bring.
0: Him. Oh, so he wants a he wants one grand.
1: Well, he's apparently, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt oh, I from see. researching the book, and he has to pay it off. I'm not sure that's a business I would use, but you know, hey. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah, yes, and, and 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 then you look the Ted Kaczynski, uh, went to Harvard when he was sixteen, and he was involved in uh, the LSD uh, mind control programs at Harvard. And they LSD-bombed him and, and, and pretty much perverted his brain into believing what he believed, and then he went out and acted on it.
0: Right. No different than what we are seeing today, in my opinion. It yeah. seems like all of these are just—it all comes in cycles, as you know, Jay.
1: Yeah, the the they've really stepped it up now where the cognitive dissonance is so deep right uh, that we can we don't know whether whether to crap or go blind.
0: We're and, dumbed down now. Um, That's the problem. The majority is really dumbed down and it's, you know, me and you and a lot of people that do listen to this, you know, we are the um we're not the majority obviously. We are a small demographic in this pool of of um I, I hate to say it, but there's lots of idiots out there, you know, people that shouldn't be breeding either in my opinion you know i have these far beliefs that you know you should be required a license to breed but that you know again that's a little out there but that's how i feel sometimes it's jay <laughs> that's it's how i coming. feel uh anywho yep. anywho jay um happy summer solstice by the way
1: yeah happy uh non-cold season
0: yeah, it's it stinks it's only a hundred out here
1: Oof, plus humidity right. plus
0: humidity hit, so it's worse in Florida right now out here, and yeah, I'm sticking to my chair. You know, my back is sticking to the chair, Jay. It's it's not a it's not a pretty side back here.
1: <laughs> no, and we got uh, we got fires coming in from Texas now, uh, blowing in. Uh, not real bad, but uh, here where I live, we have the four horsemen of the uh, summer apocalypse: are uh, uh, mosquitoes, heat, fire, and the worst of all tourists
0: oh yeah you don't want them around
1: they're everywhere
0: yeah they will ruin everything
1: They spend money but i you know they clog up the streets and they don't know what they're doing and they can't drive on mountain roads and
0: (laughs) right and jay you know i hate to do this but we're gonna hit a bit of a speed bump here i know we are because i'm gonna mention a name that you don't even like to mention he who cannot be named uh, this gentleman, I, I I heard you make a reference to him on another show long, I don't know how long ago it was, but you mentioned uh, another gentleman by the name of Michael. Well, you referenced him, Lieutenant Colonel Michael.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Michael.
0: You know, he's been on this program a lot of times before he even died as well, and he really fancied me for whatever reason. He was really? making claims that I was his favorite host. He. Really loved being on here. And a lot of people gave me a lot of flack for it. They're like, why are you interviewing him? Why are you humanizing Michael Aquino? And I just thought, you know, we're I'm doing a show. I'm asking him about the Presidio. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And, of course, he had an answer for everything. And people were saying, well, you know, he's playing you. He's taking you for a ride. That's all he's doing. But I got to be honest, Jay. You know, I talked to him a few times off air. And he was obviously polite. I talked to his wife, Lilith. They were polite to me, but then again, you know, anyone could be polite to you. It doesn't really mean shit. But do you think he took me for a ride, Jay?
1: Well, I didn't hear the show, so Obviously, I can't yeah, say. Right. And, um. But um. Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to comment about uh, the uh, military MK Ultra programs and uh, with specific names. And well, he's the guy. Uh, I didn't even know that he died. When did he
0: die? He. Well, they're saying he died. Back and you know, this is this is out there by the way. I believe he died. Let me look it up really quickly here. Not too long ago, by the way. Um let's see. Again, he wasn't
1: in very good shape.
0: No. He wasn't in good health either. He had open heart surgery as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's never never good. You know, yep. I can't find the specific date when he uh died now. Well, Not sure why. You know, Yeah, but he died around, I would say, like 2022, maybe 2021. Covid? No, I don't think it was COVID. No, no, it was before COVID. Not exactly sure now. No, not not COVID. Uh, But no, he's gone now. He died and people were saying it was a suicide that he shot himself. Really? That's what some people say. Yes. Whoa. Right.
1: Wow. That's heavy.
0: It is. It's pretty heavy duty.
1: But, you know, when you get old and everything starts breaking down on you, you know?
0: That's the way it Me, happens.
1: to go out on a, a January night here at 8,000 feet where it gets down to 30 below. I'm going to take off all my clothes, and I'm just going to go out there and fall asleep.
0: That's probably the best way to do it. And I'm seeing here it was April 13th, 2022, when uh, that was the day of his uh, death, I believe. Huh. That's a shame. Yep. Um, But, you know, all the uh, torture methods, all that sort of thing, that all came from him.
1: Yep. Yep. It did.
0: Yeah. It's a really uh, strange subject, in my opinion. It's like, uh, you know, we use all his tactics uh, today, still. It's like, do we thank him? Do we not thank him? Do we just get rid of him? It's kind of like a, almost like a Bin Laden, in a way. You know, he was another guy that had... You know, an asset for the CIA. Even had his family flown away that morning when no one else could. Isn't that cute?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, You know, uh, Kino's an interesting guy. Did a lot of bad things and very bad things. uh, Yeah. What I've heard, I don't even want to repeat. I don't either. So he's probably in hell if that place. If it exists.
0: Yeah. I, I would. I would imagine that's where he would be. If there was such a hell, he would be there, no doubt.
1: Yep. Yeah, the whole thing, and he's starting the uh, the Church of Set in San Francisco yeah. while he's in the Army Intelligence, and just really weird.
0: There's a lot of weirdness to it, yes. The Church of Satan and the Temple of Set, both branches, very odd, very weird. Um, that's a whole other uh, subject here, but by the way, Jay, I forgot to mention, you know, it was nice to see you out there at a Contact in the Desert. I had no idea that you would be out there, so... When I saw you, I'm like, that looks uh, like a very familiar character to me there. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit, it's Jay Widener.
1: Yep. Yeah, I went out there. I wanted to just kind of put my fingers on the pulse of the community and see where they were. And. Um, What'd you think? Nothing surprised me.
0: Nothing really changed. I mean, it's kind of the same yep. sort of deal.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's the same old people saying the same thing.
0: You weren't impressed, really, in other words. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, you, you you look like you were not impressed at all. <laughs> it's hilarious. I wish people could see your face. You're like, you're over it.
1: Yep, I'm over it. I
0: hear you, though. I get I'm you. I'm
1: over all of it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame you, Jay. Yep. I don't blame you. Um, but since we are on that subject, though, you know, aliens, UFOs, it's been, again, it comes in cycles. And here we are again, Jay, when all of this is in the papers again, like it was back with Roswell this is like Roswell Number Two, with all the things going on. um where do you stand with all this? Do you have all these whistleblowers coming out? Do you have all this footage coming out? You have people saying these are interdimensional beings, these are demonic in nature. um, where do you stand with all the all this um unfolding right now? Jay
1: Well, you have to understand that they can't um they've gone too far. The elite or whoever they are they've gone too far. They can't relinquish power ever because then we'll discover what they've done. So they're, they're amping it up. They're raising the ante. And, um, so this is a psyop. I don't believe that, uh, I don't believe that that grush or grush or whatever his name is. Was, I don't believe that he's lying, Yeah. but I don't believe that he's telling the truth either. And, um, I have great, great reason to believe it just by doing a language uh, content analysis of his answers they're very vague and um oh so i think that's a psyop i'm not saying there aren't aliens i've been told by sure high up intelligence people that they're going to introduce the aliens to us i think that's probably a psyop too i hate to say it um but you know i'll, I'll keep watching and, and seeing but i'm not uh i'm not impressed
0: Right, I'm not entirely sold myself. I just find it fascinating that this is sort of like a mainstream topic out of nowhere.
1: Well, it happened the day after uh, contact ended.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It happened on Tuesday. Contact ended on the Monday. And then Tuesday, all of a sudden, there's all these stories breaking out. And then every day, there was about another three or another four story. stories every day.
0: Yeah, there's another whistleblower coming forward saying, now they retrieve bodies. Someone got killed. We shot them. We're hearing a new story every other day, but some of these stories we've heard uh, long ago, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's all, There's you nothing know. nothing
1: new that we're hearing.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: And, you know, I, I gotta, I've gotta, i got to be honest. I'm quite critical of these aliens. I mean, really, you're traveling across outer space in the most dangerous place in the universe, and then you get to Earth and you crash? It's like, really? Right. Really? What the heck? I mean, there's more UFO crashes than there are airplane crashes. (laughs) Right. So we're much more highly intelligent than the people that are manning the UFOs because we're not crashing airplanes left and right. In fact, we had a year, I think 2013, or no, 2020 or 2019, we didn't have any airplane fatalities that year. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, really, why did the UFOs have to take such sharp turns why do the ufos have lights on them um if they want to be secret and not seen why do they have lights on them? why are they glowing why do they take sharp right turns what's the point i mean <laughs> none of it makes any sense i mean i don't disagree are, are the aliens that just like to show off um I, I i don't
0: know yeah i don't i don't know what to make of it either But going back to the whole uh, aliens and all these things are seen as demonic. I think a lot of that comes from Aleister Crowley. And when he was, you know, doing that whole Alamantra working and uh, conjuring up a lamb. Lamb. Right. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Yeah,
1: I think so. Uh, What people don't realize is that the mystery schools and the intelligence agencies have always been interested in each other yeah and so what the mystery school people are doing is they're trying to open up um portals into other dimensions that's what they say that's what they're doing their magic is about and in order to communicate with other intelligences that can give them viable information well well that's why intelligence agencies are interested because they're contacting other intelligences, and that's what they're after is intelligence. So, of course, the intelligence agencies are going to be interested in all of this occult stuff um, so they can get more information. This is where remote viewing came from right. and, and all this stuff. So um, there's always been a relationship between the two. Alistair Crowley was an agent for MI6. Uh, John Dee was an agent for the British even though he was also the court astrologer. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty damn sure Madame Blavatsky was gathering intelligence for probably American or Russian intelligence agencies at the time. Um, and that's what you do. I mean, that's that's what they do. So uh, it shouldn't surprise anyone that um, the occult and the intelligence agencies Go hand are in hand. married to each other. Yeah. And when you throw in the organized crime factor mm. and the fact that a lot of these organized crime people um openly worship uh Satan and Lucifer then you got yourself a really heady cocktail
0: that you do that you do and it doesn't surprise me you know we have a long history here in the US and other nations using remote viewers and doing all kinds of experiments i mean you do what you got to do to win the war to win the fight and every yep. other government, they they're already on it. You know, everyone's been doing this. And I was just about to ask you, are the Archons greys? A lot of people like to uh, present that idea out there. Uh, no, Archons
1: are not physical beings; they're uh, spiritual presences that they can occupy a human. However, um, but no, they're not. They're not physical. Um, as far as three D, Yeah,
0: you know? Some people believe that. I I just never really gone with that concept myself
1: no the archons are like a um uh, a wave of insects that uh Mm. descend down spiritual insects
0: a parasite of sorts yeah
1: parasite yeah that's descend down into agitated situations to make that situation more agitated so they can live off of the negative energy being generated
0: and what do we have right now lots of negative energy
1: that's all we have. That's what the Archons are in the best place they've ever been right now. Oh yeah. That's why we have to learn to love each other and 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 forgive. That really is the message.
0: I think you're right about that. I I see people just completely losing it every single day now. People are just yeah. irritated. They're pissed off all the time. People are on the edge, you know, and that's that's dangerous, you know. Uh, someone in a heavy well, someone in a car is dangerous right now.
1: I heard. From that same person I was telling you about earlier, this medical uh, investigator, that I I don't want to use the word because I'm not a, uh, a doctor. I hear you. But they're putting, they discovered that the um, cartels are adding in the zombie drug into the fentanyl.
0: Oh, okay. So the
1: yeah, you know the the zombie drug that was out like a few the trank
0: or whatever it's called, the crocodile, yeah, the trank, yeah, 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 all these yeah. things, yeah. Uh,
1: and that that is why the homeless like in San Francisco are so zombie like. Yeah. Because they've all been turned into zombies by the
0: uh by the Chinese by the
1: cocktails that they're taking. Yeah. Right,
0: and all the fat and all that's coming through, you know, you get a lot of it out here. You get it all all over the place really and everywhere. Oh, and you yeah. know,
1: there's an astonishing coincidence against it was this person that told me this. Mm-hmm. The same exact moment, almost the same exact moment that the medical establishment, this is about seven years ago, decided that they were no longer going to give out painkillers. Mm. was the same exact time that the cartels began bringing in the fentanyl, the fake opiates, mm. into the country. So people that are in deep pain uh, from injuries or whatever are going to the doctor and he's, and they're saying, you just go home and take Advil. I can't give you anything else, which is exactly what's going on everywhere right now. And so they go home and the Advil isn't enough to get rid of the deep pain especially if it's a spinal injury or a head injury and so then the drug dealer down the street you know starts waving the fentanyl Mm. in front of them and they realize that there is a painkiller available and then the rest is history
0: that's terrible but as but as you know we are the biggest importers and exporters of drugs so you know we are allowing this to happen which is uh, insane and you know a lot of people out there want to say why Why don't we just go and control the border you know why don't we go and just take out all the cartels and i just i can't help but giggle i mean h- how else do you think we afford so many black projects out there you know these blacklisted projects that we have uh and yep. the war in the ukraine i mean it goes on and on with yeah. all this uh dirty money funds for us
1: you think we we, you don't think we don't know exactly who is running the cartels, where they live,
0: <laughs> exactly. and
1: everything about them? Of course we do. We follow right. them with satellites everywhere they go. We could take them out anytime we wanted. They're ours.
0: <laughs> yep. Just like Bin
1: Laden. Yeah, was... Exactly. They're the mob. We're the, the mob runs everything now. Everything yeah. is run by the syndicate, and there's nothing you can do about it. The syndicate doesn't care about anything but profits they don't care about your country they don't care about it. well i'll take that back i want to be clear about that there is a war between two organized crime families okay there's one family that wants to um take over the world yeah and control the entire world one group of organized crime people then there's this other group that says no that's wrong because the Chinese will stop us and uh, uh, all the indigenous people out there will stop us. Why should we bother running those countries when they're crappy little countries? Let's just concentrate on the United States. Trump is, represents that group. Okay, So they, they just want the mob to run the United States and to keep the United States as kind of a, a safe place from the rest of the world. The other mob wants – and they're failing. The international mob that wants to take over the world uh, is fighting the domestic mob, but the international mob is losing on the world scene. So um, they're winning on the domestic scene. They're arresting Donald
0: Trump, sure.
1: the J6 people and all that, and that's the international mob trying to stop the domestic mob from gaining power – and, um, they're winning here domestically right now, but I don't know if that's going to last for long. Um, but they're losing on the world stage. The Chinese have already told them, go away. We're not going to do join your little stupid, uh, new world order. We're a 5,000 year long culture and, uh, we don't take orders from people of European blood. So just get the hell out of here. And so they're losing on the international front and, so they're focusing on the domestic mob and getting rid of them right now, but they're committing suicide. And if the domestic people wait long enough and just bide their time, they're going to win that war.
0: And by the way, another thing I wanted to ask you here: uh, Do you think war will, you know, unfold here between um, you know Russia? Oh no. If you're hearing this now that means we have already skipped over to patreon if you want the rest of this interview please go to patreon.com forward slash michael deacon and subscribe and join us we'd love to see you out there remember you can subscribe for as low as a dollar up to five or maybe even more if you are a baller regardless we hope to see you there